Today on episode number 63 of the Marketing Musician Podcast, I've got a tip for you for connecting with club owners, but it comes with a warning label. We've also got a great way to drive more traffic to your band's website. It worked for me. It'll work for you. And from my book, Get Your Band Out of the Basement, we've got a section on following up with club owners. It might seem like a lot to make it happen today, but give it all you got and you just might find your way. Just make the music and you can choose to tell the world just who you are. Marketing Maniacs. It is I, your smiling host, Jammin' Dave Jackson, author of the book, Get Your Band Out of the Basement. You can find that out at Amazon, of course. At first, I like some couch change. And uh, you can also take my course, which is basically how you get to build your band's website. Everything is out there at marketingmusician.com. If you're new to the show, this is where we tell you how to get more fans, more gigs, and more music sales. Well, I've got a tool for you that I've used, and it's kind of cool, but it comes with a warning label, all right? So here's how this works. The website is called sendoutcards.com, okay? And what you can use this for, I used it. I actually sent a a card to my wife just to be a nice guy, and uh, it worked, if you know what I mean. And... uh, the, the cool thing about this, if you've bought a card for anybody lately, birthday, whatever, they're expensive. They're like nine bucks for a piece of cardboard. I'm like, what? And so I checked out this website. They are ridiculously cheap, like less than a buck a piece. And you can actually, if you have your email list with addresses, that's the key. So you might want to get a list of clubs that you've played and clubs you'd like to play. You can easily make a customized card or just find a card there that, uh, you know, fits kind of a music. Like there's one with a guitar with a pick on it, and it says, I pick you. And that's actually the one I sent to my wife. And so you could use this. It's dirt cheap. You don't have to go anywhere to shop. And you can actually get your name in front of a club owner. And here's the thing, again, the difference between good and great is not that you're writing somebody's name in the sky. It's the little things And I'm telling you that the average Joe Schmo band does not send out Christmas cards. Now, what I used to do, which worked really well, is when we had people sign up for our newsletter, we had a a spot where our fans, our fans could give us their actual address. And we sent out Christmas cards to the fans as well. So what you can do, you go out and it's super easy. You just browse through their cards. It's a great looking card. And I want to say it was something like 63 cents for the card. They're ridiculously cheap. And you might go, wait a minute, how can you sell a card for that cheap? And here's where you have to be careful on this, okay? Send out cards is basically a multi-level marketing scam, you're like, Dave, you're sending me to a scam? Yeah, I'm sending you to a scam because here's how they make their money. It's not from the sale of cards. Obviously, 
it's what they try to do is you can make money selling cards. And I looked into this, right? Because I was like, really? Because I've done affiliate marketing. And it was like, it's like $400. Now, if you think about it, if you're making a commission on a 63 cent card, you got to sell a lot of cards to make any kind of commission on that. So to make a long story short, when you sign up and you go to get your card, they're going to have all sorts of stuff about how you can make money. Do not, do not And by that, I mean, don't do it. No, you, you, you listening? No, no, no. Do not sign up for the I want to make money selling cards thing. It is a scam. I looked into it. And then there's this thing where you have to, you have to uh, get certified. Once you sell some cards and you make a commission, let's say you did. And really, what do you make commissions on? Getting other people to sell cards. But. You then have to get certified to get paid. It's a giant freaking scam. And normally, I wouldn't send people to this. But here's the thing. Their facade is this easy to send cards. That part works beautifully. And it's really cheap. And it's an easy way for you sitting here at your computer to get your, you know, send a message out. And you can actually personalize these if you wanted to. You could say, hey, to everybody at the Rusty Nail, thank you so much, blah, 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 myband at myband.com, right? You can do that. And this is where having your website, not mywebsite.blogspot.com, not reverbnation.myband. No, this is yourband.com. It looks professional. And if you take the time to do this, it can have huge rewards. Because remember, remember band. I'm sorry, club owners talk to one another. And when they see something like this come through, they're going to go, wow, this is out of the ordinary. So the only thing I can think of is make sure when you're typing these up to have two people there so you can both read it. You do not want to send a holiday card that has a typo in it. So you can check it out, sendoutcards.com. I don't make a dime from this because I looked into being an affiliate. I'm like, I don't have 400 bucks to make 13 cents on a card. But it is a cool way to send out cards to your potential club owners, uh, to your fans if you have them, and it won't cost you an arm and a leg. Because like I said, I went to buy a card for my wife. It was $10 for a piece of cardboard and an envelope. I'm like, no, 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 no. So if you uh, if you want to stay married, it is a cool way, and you can actually set these up. And the other thing they make money on, you can buy them a card, and then you can like buy chocolate and send chocolate with it. There are a couple ways that they have upsells to... Uh, to make money, but if you want to check it out, go out to sendoutcards.com. Ah, yes, we're doing things live today. All right. Hey, I wanted to uh, share something that will definitely get you some traffic to your audience, and that is it's a secret, it's a secret trick, really, to get people in your audience to both sign up for your mailing list and be part of your inside club, and it's also going to get you traffic to your website. At every every show you do from now on, if you have a phone, bring your phone. If it has a camera on it, bring a notebook. Or if it's on your phone, again, this comes in handy. About halfway through your show, when everyone is having fun, take pictures of your audience from the stage, um, tell them to smile, make a face, hold up their beer, whatever. Afterwards, pass around a notebook and say, please write down your email address in this notebook. And in a few days, I'll email you 
telling you where you and your goofy picture can be found on the website. And then at the end of the night, before bed, um, write down something about the show. Right? Something, it was crazy, we did this, so-and-so did that. You can scan, boy, how old is this article? You can upload all your pictures from your phone. You can dedicate a page on your website to that show. I've actually got a tutorial out of the website about how you can basically make a, um, oh, what would you call it? Kind of a page dedicated to that show with all the photos, things like that, using a WordPress plugin. And, um, and then basically email everyone that was there that night. And, of course, everyone is going to go to look at their picture because we're all vain. And um, they're definitely more interested in themselves, unfortunately, than they are in you. And then stay in touch with them all. And then the other thing is, is that if you have something that happened that night, of course, be sure to spot it out. And kind of by doing this, you are making it sound like, wow, this is such a great gig. I'm going to take a picture. And it makes that gig stand out. Now, what I used to do as well, a different spin on this kind of idea is, and this is from, by the way, um, hitme.net is where I got that tip from. I used to go around on break and just say, are you guys celebrating anything tonight? And uh, can I take your picture for our website? And then I would write down their first names. I would ask them, I would ask them to name the picture and uh, then get their names. And then I would say, if you want, I can email you when I get this up. And then you could email them the picture. Now, the great thing is now, if you're using something like MailChimp, which is a free email program, if you have less than a certain numbers, you can actually have an app where they can put in their email right there and it will upload right to your main list. It's actually a pretty cool app. So one way to get people, number one, to your website, put them on it. Number two, get their email address so you can let them know it's there. And a lot of times while they're there, underneath that picture, put a sign-up form. You know, to, to be notified of the next gig, click here to sign up. And then, like I said, if you can, another way to do this is to, uh, you know, go out in the crowd on your break, take their picture, let them name the picture, ask them if they're celebrating anything, and take notes. This is where really a notepad comes in handy because you can write down that, hey, so-and-so was here celebrating their such-and-such birthday, their wedding anniversary or whatever. And uh, people are kind of funny. They'll, they'll give you uh, great content. I used to do this all the time. But, man, it would drive huge amounts of traffic to the website. I remember one person came in the one time and said, hey, uh, can you take my picture? I want to show my sister my new glasses. This is, again, before everybody had a phone and camera. So uh, it's a great way to get people to your website, connect with them, and uh, grow your email list all at the same time. All right, next up, we have a clip from my Get Your Band Out of the Basement book. And uh, this one is all about following up with band owners. We In the last episode, we talked about dropping off your promo gig. Now we're talking about how to follow up. Here we go. Now that you've dropped off your promo kit, it's time to follow up with the club owner. Now, I've only booked one gig ever by walking in and talking to the club owner. He didn't even listen to RCD or look at our promo pack. I just happened to be at the right place in the right time. I explained where we had played and he gave us some gigs. Do not expect this to happen. 
One of the nice things about a cover letter is you can end it by saying, I'll be calling you in a week. Or if you want, you can even put a date. I'll be calling you on Thursday the 12th. However, if you're going to be doing this, then do what you say. If you say you're going to call, do it. If you don't, every word on your bio is now a lie. I taught customer service for a $40 million company, and I was doing the customer service department. I was amazed. One of the things that people associate with excellent customer service is simply calling people back when you say they will. People were blown away. I'll call you next Thursday at 4. Next Thursday at 4, I would call them. They would be blown away. See, remember when you're talking with a club owner, to explain things in a way the club owner wants to hear. Things like, a club owner will hate a band that cancels their gigs at the last minute. A club owner is going to hate people that are musically awful. He's going to hate bands that have no following. And he's going to hate bands that are unreliable. So if you're talking directly with a booker of a club, you want to be sure in the discussion to smoothly weave in these items and how you will never cancel a gig, how you sound great, how you have a following, and how you are very reliable. Because who doesn't want to benefit? Explain your band to the club owner, to the booker, on how your band will benefit their business. When you're distributing promo packs, you want to drop them off in person. This gives you a chance to check out the club. I've booked a gig or two without seeing the club only to find I wish I had. You want to build a relationship with that club owner. You see, if you pack his bar with customers, he will pack your pockets with cash. So if you can make it happen, drop off the promo pack in person when the club owner will be around so you can shake their hand, introduce yourself, and hand deliver the promo packet. Realize that the club owner is a very busy person. I know this. I've designed websites for different clubs. These people run themselves ragged. So when you call them back to follow up, chances are they may not have had time to listen to your CD. That's okay. You've just proved you were reliable by calling them when you said you would. Tell them when you call them back. Do not ask them. Don't ask, when should I call you back? Instead, if you say, hey, uh, have you heard my CD yet? And they say no. Just say, that's okay. I know you're busy. How about I call you back on Wednesday? Is this the best time to catch you? The phrase you don't want to hear from the owner is, I'll call you. As they are busy people, chances are, well, they won't. This is why we don't ask, when should I call you back? When they don't call you back, then you're put in this weird awkward position of calling someone who says, "Uh, don't call me. So that's why you don't want to ask them, should I call you back? Because they can easily say, no, I'll call you. So typically in that situation where you're in a situation where the club owner said, I'll call you, I will send them a short follow-up letter maybe, as in snail mail, to say, and this is why I say it's, it's really important to get the proper spelling of the person's name, to say, just a reminder, just checking in. It's very non-intrusive. They can open the mail and read it. It's not as annoying as a phone call. Again, if you set up a date and time to call someone, do it. 
cannot stress that enough. So let's talk a little more about dealing with bookers. See, the goal is to get to the person who is booking the club. That's what we call a booker. And while it's always difficult, the best form of communication is face-to-face. Now, if that can't be done, over the phone is the next best thing. Now, if that's not possible, well, I guess you could try to fax, but more than likely, you're going to email the booker. Now, this is sometimes dangerous, see, because email has no tone of voice, so be very careful if you're trying to use any humor in your email. The booker can't hear the sarcasm in your voice. If you say the wrong thing, it is there for the booker to read over and over, or even worse, forward to other bookers. When using email, stick to the facts, be very clear, and very precise. I actually have some email tips from an actual booker. Bob Stain manages the Coffee Gallery backstage in Altadena, California. You can check him out at coffeegallery.com. And here's some things to consider if you're exchanging emails with a booker from Bob. He says, make sure they know it's from you. Your email address should have your band's name in it somewhere. If it isn't, then put the band's name in the subject. He also says, don't write in sentence fragments. As he puts it, give full information like dates every time. Just because we discussed it in detail last week does not mean I'm going to be able to respond to an email you send to me that says, yes, it's a go. He says, then I have to go and sort and go through all of the emails that you sent me to find out what you're talking about. So instead of saying something like, yes, it's a go, say, yes, Bob, I'll be more than happy to play on Thursday the 12th from 8 to 10. State all of the details again, every time. He also says, when you reply to an email, set up your email client so the original message is displayed at the bottom of the message. This way the club owner can see the previous discussion. So as he was talking about previously about having to sort through things, if you set up your email client that way, he wouldn't have to do it. Since the bottom line is clarity, don't be afraid to duplicate information. It is better to give the information twice than not at all. Make everything crystal clear so the booker doesn't have to search to finish your sentences or dig to understand what you are saying. I say make your band stand out with proof. We talk about emailing bookers. When you send an email out to your fan list, be sure to include yourself on that message so you're going to get your own message. Now remember, the club owner is going to be reading this So be sure to mention what a great club this is and how excited you are to be playing there. So let's say you're playing a club called the Brown Coat. You could say, hey, everybody, we're playing the Brown Coat this Friday from 9 to 1. If you haven't been there, it's great. They have awesome food, a well-lit parking lot, and a great and phenomenal stage. you got to come check this out. Send that to your fans, right? And then... Also, send it to yourself so that you can forward it to the booker of the brown coat. It's very important. I did not say, I did not say, add the booker of the brown coat to your mailing list. Do not do that. They know where your website is. They know how to subscribe. If they want to be on your mailing list, they can subscribe themselves. So keep in mind, unwanted email is called spam and it's illegal. Don't do it. 
So the key is to send the email to yourself and then forward it to the club owner or the DJ or the podcaster, whoever it is you're trying to impress. Keep in mind, club owners want patrons. When they see the proof that you are doing your best to bring them what they want, meaning customers or listeners, they will appreciate it. I was talking with Rich Palmer, who does a podcast at richpalmer.com. He said he often sees a spike for his podcast when bands openly promote it, meaning they list it on their website, they send it to their fans, etc. Now, if Rich has two bands that want on his show, who do you think he's going to play? The one that does nothing or the one that promotes it? Don't leave these people guessing. You can prove you are promoting your appearance. Now, don't go for the big boys just yet when you're first getting out. When the band I was in first started out, we were we had like a dream gig. We had a club that we were just dying to play. Now, did we submit our promo pack to them first? Absolutely not. Realize that your band will get better the more you play together. Trying to get into the biggest clubs first will be a waste of time. You will have no references, and they won't give you the time of day. It's called paying your dues, and it's a good thing. If the club let you play now, you'd probably suck, bring in no crowd, and you'd never have a chance to play there again. So one year after starting this particular band, we turn in our promo pack to get our dream gig. We followed up, we followed up again, we got booked, we made sure our fans came, and we killed. That's the way it's supposed to work. There you go. A little excerpt from the book, Get Your Band Out of the Basement. That Again, that is available out at Amazon.com as a Kindle book. You can get the audio book out at MarketingMusician.com. I was laughing. I'm like, did I really say fax? Wow. No, I don't think we fax anybody anybody more. Uh, but um, it is a great way to to get people in there. And again, realize these people are busy. So do not... Do not get an attitude if they say, no, I haven't listened to it, and you want to go, it's been three weeks, come on. Be patient. Realize they're busy. Just keep proving that you're reliable. Okay, I'll call you back in another week or so, and then do it. That is the key to that. And, uh, you know, eventually, if you just keep circling the drain, and, you know, you send out a couple cards, you do something to, uh, and again, the other big one there was if you're, uh, you know, do not add them to your mail list, but show them that you are promoting them and uh, that might uh, get some bonuses. So that is, uh, we're going to round third here and head towards home. And uh, if you'd like to check out the book, go out to marketingmusician.com. I've also got the class out there about building your band's website. It'll show you how you can do your own band's website using a free program called WordPress. And that is the key. You want to look professional, get your own domain name, you can host your own website for 8 bucks a month, even less than that. Um, use the uh, coupon code PODCASTCOACH when you go out to HostGator.com and you can get 25% off. And if you're going to be doing any shopping at Amazon, I would be deeply appreciative if you go out to MarketingMusician.com, use the little link right there, and uh, we get a small finder's fee. So thank you so much for tuning in to the Marketing Musician Podcast. I realize if you're in the U.S., Hope you had a great uh, Thanksgiving, and uh, you should be have already been promoting next year's stuff. But uh, you know, if you get if you have people's addresses, definitely, you know, maybe learn a Christmas tune, 
and uh, try to make the next couple of gigs special. Try to give back to your community. Maybe have a food drive. There's all sorts of things you can do in December to make those gigs more of an event rather than just another gig. If you want to, uh, if you have something you'd like to talk about on the podcast, you can email me, Dave at marketingmusician.com. And uh, if you got a microphone plugged into your uh, computer, you can actually just leave us a message. I would love to hear from you. And uh, I always say, for those who have money, well, there's therapy. And for the rest of us, well, thank goodness, there is music, even if it's never-ending Christmas music. But thanks so much for listening. We'll see you again real soon. Take care. God bless. I just realized I don't have the David Lee Roth scream. I'll have to do one. Wow! How's that? Take care.